the future of photography. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the future of photography. We're back with um, yeah another very exciting episode because it's not just me and Adrian. Hello, Adrian. Hi. <laughs> it's also a new addition to the show. You might remember that little casting thing we did and uh, you've already heard Jeremiah on the show, but there is a another voice now that we have here and that's Imar. Hello, Imar. Hi, Chris. How are you doing? And hi, Adrian as well. Thanks for having me on. Uh, absolutely. So, uh, yeah, a different voice as we planned. Uh, uh, different viewpoint. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, it's uh, We have to do this over a phone right now for undisclosed reasons. But I... <laughs> Maybe this show should be called the future of podcasting after the, the, all that. The future of, of telephones. <laughs> um, but anyway, we'll we'll make do for the, with this for now. Um, Imar, um, you are... Well, let, let's give you a few minutes to introduce yourself. Who are you? Where are you from? And why, do you, why, why, why are you interested to be here on the show anyway? Okay, um, uh, my name's Emer. I'm from County Tipperary in Ireland, which is in the southeast of Ireland, uh, if anybody knows it. Um, uh, my background is wide and varied, and I've kind of worked in the arts forever, but um, photography has always been one of my passions. Um, I began with a, a degree in fine art and I specialised in photography for that. So at the time it was very much film photography and 35mm cameras and all that. But I discovered um, many years later when I had kids and no time to take photos that the iPhone was a wonderful tool for um, doing just that. So ever since, I have to admit, my camera comes out on special occasions and the rest of the time... My phone is my camera. Oh, so, so you do refer to the when you when you say camera, you're talking about a bigger, uh, in, in air quotes, more professional camera, and you don't call I, you don't call your phone a camera. I do. My phone. My phone is everything. Everything to me, kind of in this respect, Chris. Because even for podcasting, I, I do a podcast for the local art centre at the moment. It's kind of something that I'm new enough to in general, but I'm really enjoying. Um, but my phone is my tool for that as well. And I, it's the portability factor. I love that you can do everything with one thing in your pocket. Like, for instance, I have a little microphone that I'm plugged into now that I pretty much use to record everything. And in the same way with my photography, my phone has become my primary tool in making images. And I'm totally happy with it. And, and, so, that's, and um, that is not just the capture of the image, that is also, that goes beyond that. Yeah, all, all my editing happens um, on the phone. I, I enjoy playing around with new apps that I find. I have my old favorites, of course, Um I have a, a little gallery on Instagram, on my Instagram page on there. I'm, I'm apostrophe, um, if anybody wants to look me up. 
Um, you can maybe put that in the notes. Sure. Um, but uh, I have a certain style that I've sort of developed. Um, and it's all happened with my phone. But I do question myself about the value of what it is that I'm doing, even though I'm quite prolific. You know, I, I do something every day. And I, to me, it's like a visual diary. It's in, it's interesting um, because you do have a. You said you have a background in art. Uh, can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. So um, my primary degree would be in fine art, which um, I did in Waterford, and the theme of of it at the time was um, art and the environment. So it was a very loose. Uh, you know, theme to your work or whatever. But I sort of got into um, land art and um, the kind of figure in the environment and that type of stuff. So photography was my um, my entire degree show was, was photography and an installation uh, of myself uh, moving in the landscape. And I, I got completely fascinated with the process of, um, you know, printing in, in the dark room and I, I really loved that I have to say and I do miss the physicality of of that of making a print and being in a dark room it's such a lovely place to be isn't it um, isn't it and you know, yes yeah yeah you're talking to two analog heads here so yeah yeah like I have a, a, a black and white and larger and all the entire cases in my attic and um Since I've had my children, I've had no space or, you know, anywhere to sort of set that up. So it's it's my little pipe dream to one day when they get a little bit bigger. Um, and we're getting there <laughs> um, that I'll, I'll be able to bring my my darkroom back and go back, go back to taking photos, you know, on film. Because the immediacy of the digital thing is excellent. But at the same time. I don't know, do we, you don't take as much time. You know, when it was a film camera, you couldn't see what you were doing. So you had to be more careful about your composure. And, you know, you would you'd be more selective about what you photographed because you only had X amount of shots on your roll of film. And, you know, you were sort of, it constrained you in a nice way. And maybe you had to put more thought into the making of the image, but... It's instant. It's so instant, the the phone and the editing. And you can put something together really fast. I like that as well. But as, as, has, the, has the film background... Um, do, do you think you shoot different on the phone or with the phone than someone who doesn't have that uh, sort of a film background? You know, what I actually love um, is hypnotic camera if you've ever used that because um, that's as close to I think you know you do have to think more about it and you know choosing your film and choosing your lens and that there's something lovely about that that sort of does harken back to the olden days so that's a nice combination of maybe both sides of it but I, do, I definitely do I'm very I, I don't I never take one picture I take ten Uh, of the same thing, like um, my children can consistently um, getting out to me for <laughs> wherever we go. I'm like, wait, stop, just a minute. 
and then I I don't I don't like um I don't so much like people to be in my photographs. So I'm like, please get out of the way or just can you just not walk in front of me for a minute? I just need to get this path or, you know, that you can't be in my pictures. So uh, probably not your your average parent. But anyway. So so your your kids are not the main subject of the photos? Absolutely not. No, no. I think um, I we've talked about it with Adrian there and um, the night we had a chat and I found this quote, which I thought really, it works for me and it kind of maybe explains it a little bit. And it was Ansel Adams and he said, you don't make a photograph just with a camera. You bring to it the act of photography and all the pictures you have seen, the books you have read, the music you've heard and the people you've loved. And that's kind of the way I feel about my photographs. I think what, yeah. I don't think anything can ever replicate what you're going to see with your eyes. I, I don't know, does anybody else ever feel this? But, you know, you're looking at something and it's so incredibly beautiful and you take a picture and then you look at it and you go, that's, that's not what I saw. You know, it's just, I don't think we can ever match, you know, what you're going to see with your eyes, can you? I don't know. I I can relate to that totally. It's it, 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 uh, yeah, and and I've I've been practicing for years, and I still can't always get it right. So, <laughs> so it's yeah, it it is. I I I think I I agree with you, and I think if you it, you know, I don't think photography is a replacement for any of that. But but I I think I find that having studied photography, not not in a, an academic sense, but over years of practice, having studied photography, I find I now see things better than I used to. For, there's no substitute for seeing things with your eyes. Mm. <laughs> Which sounds really silly when you say it that way, but um. <laughs> sorry, my mistake. Uh, but it's it, but it's but it but I, I get I get it entirely. You know, I, it, it quite, yeah. quite often it can happen to me where I think, okay, how do I capture that? How do I capture that? Uh, and even having tried for, for years, it, I, I still can't always get it. So yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's part of the challenge of photography, but it's also for me, I think, part of the the real world is better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, as well, it's a constraint. Like my time is constrained, and my equipment is constrained. And you know, I'm not on a I'm not in a very high income year. I'm, you know, surviving like everybody else. Um, so, and I'm, I'm busy. I have, you know, I work, I have kids, I have to a house, I have to take care of. I just, I don't have time to sort of really overthink it. So I think, you know, the fact that my phone is in my pocket and I'm walking down the street or I'm walking somewhere and, whoop, you know, there's like always this, oh, wait a minute, everybody hold on, I need to take a photo. And I, I think I'm constantly on the lookout for, you know, what's my next picture going to be? But at the same time, I don't overvalue what I'm doing. Maybe I don't value it enough. I don't know. But um, it's definitely it's some sort of little daily meditation for me to, to make a picture and maybe create a mood or a feeling or, you know, evoke something in somebody. So I I I heard you say that uh, you are working with constrained equipment, but at the same time, I also hear that this uh, this is uh, this is really liberating for you. It is because um, I kind of I used to kind of have preconceived notions that okay, 
oh, you know, you're just taking pictures on your phone. They don't, you know, there's no value to that. It's like, it's not real photography. But at the same time, you know, we are constrained by, are limited by what we have around us. And um, sometimes that is a good thing. And you, you kind of have to cut your cloth to suit your measure or whatever that thing is. And uh, yeah, it works. And, you know, I, I, I use it as a daily it makes me think about, you know, I really, I really do consider when I'm composing the picture, um, you know, what I'm taking, what I'm trying to say. Um, I'm quite philosophical about everything. So that kind of, it just, it all, it all blends together in, into this sort of little feed that I have on Instagram that um, has just developed a little style over the years. And then, um I can't explain it any better than that. I don't think it's just, it's so different maybe from the way that you would work. No, I think, I think you've explained it very well. And you know what, you know, the, uh, just even from that for you know, a couple of minutes of, of introducing us to who you are and how you see photography, you know, that absolutely the, there's a, a lot, I think that, uh, that you, your view of that will, will bring us very interesting to the conversation we have here on a weekly basis on the future of photography. Um, you know, look, look for, look forward to doing that. And, and especially, as as the two of us, I mean, we are uh, at least sometimes we can be quite, uh, we can be we can go down uh, up to the, the tech rabbit hole every now and then. Nerdy, <laughs> and it be nerdy, yes. And I th I think you are a good kind of a counterweight to that. I think that's really Yay. what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, um, I, I really um, look forward to hearing what people think about my take on it as well, and um, like. Like, I know I'm not avant-garde and I'm not clever in what I'm doing, but, you know, there has to be validity in that as well. Um, there are noble intentions at play here. Just probably saying about that as well. But, um, you know, it's, um, is there any value to it? And they, they look quite fetching when they're printed. Actually had occasion to um, get a present for somebody and, and they wanted a picture of the river here, which is quite lovely where I live. And um, it took, it was a whole day went past and I was racking my brain. What, you know, where could we go to get a picture? And I never once considered, I have hundreds of pictures of the river <laughs> that I've made myself. But I, I just, it didn't dawn on me that, oh, we'll use one of yours. And uh, I, I've just done that now. So I'm going to collect it on Thursday and we'll see what it looks like. But they do look lovely when they're framed. So... Uh, who knows? <laughs> Maybe there is value to it. Um, I'd be interested to really hear other people's opinions on that. Or, I mean, it it, it definitely has. I mean, value. Um, how do we define value of a picture? I mm. don't think it is. It, it has to be in the amount of pixels, in the uh, color depth, in the um, in the price of the lens. I think that's not what. Yeah. makes the photo valuable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, um, you can do amazing things with the pinhole camera that you make with the box. So, you know. Sure. Yeah, there's just a lot to be said for, you know, 
little fighter. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've got quite a fairly straightforward view to answer the question, actually, which maybe is a little bit too simplistic. But if you know, if somebody is going to to be presented with that photograph and they like it, that's value. That's valuable, right? Yeah, yeah. Quite I, I, I have this one experience where um, I got uh, I visited my mother, and uh, on her wall she had this like horribly not contrasty picture that she received from my sister of the grandkids, and uh, she it was an attachment to an email which didn't have much resolution, and she printed it out on the mm -hmm. office printer, um, which isn't made for printing photos and mm -hmm. it was uh, I, I looked at it and I was like oh this could, could have been so much better on good photo paper with decent <laughs> contrast and and uh, higher resolution and so on and my mom just she doesn't even care because it's her grandkids on the photo the uh, beauty is in the eye of the beholder really isn't it totally yeah yeah, absolutely. I've got I, I, I have a, a picture on the wall in my house, which I took on my original iPhone. I don't think I had the first one. I think I had the iPhone 3G or something like that. Oh, had, but that had, was still like a horrible camera. I mean, about two from a technical point of view. Yeah. But this is the thing, isn't it? So I, I have a, a picture and I think it's several images stitched together and I had to use an app on my phone to stitch <laughs> it and there's artifacts all over the place. And, and then I used another app to give it lots and lots of colourful post-processing. And and, mm. and then um, then I had it printed out and framed um, and it's on the wall in my house. And, you know, uh, yeah. and it has been for many years. So, well, you probably we could probably work that out by what phone I took it with, but probably nearly 10 years that's been on the wall in my house and i love it it's still great so yeah I, i'm interested in email in the stuff that you know about about apps and things like that you mentioned hipstamatic that's a favorite of mine has been for, yeah. for years they used yeah, to do yeah, on the company yeah. that made that used to have an app that acted like a chemistry lab you could choose different bottles of chemicals <laughs> and they would have that different one, yeah. impact. Oh, okay. that was awesome yeah. do you know what i have a set of photographs from my honeymoon, no less, right? That I processed ah. with that app, um, and, and you even had to sort of shake the phone a little bit to, to, to you know, to to emulate ah. sort of putting it through a, a a tray in a dark room, and <laughs> and you know what? Those are still the favourite set of images from my honeymoon, right? That's where I was at that time. They connect you to the honeymoon, right? They they yeah, evoke yeah, yeah. evoke this entire backpack full of experiences and things. Well, they, they do. Exactly. They do. Yeah. You know, and if there's a picture of me riding an elephant and there's a picture of me doing this, that and the other, and, you know, it's all, you know, well, not just me, obviously, me and my new wife. Well, new at the time. She's not mm -hmm. so new anymore. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it, it yeah. So yeah, I yeah, I I like playing with those things. I still use Hipstamatic today, actually, but I don't often shoot photographs with it. Sometimes I'll shoot with a with, with a a large sensor digital camera, and it'll end up on my phone, and I'll process it with Hipstamatic. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. You know, I got annoyed when they they kind of added in the post um, processing part of that because that was what I liked the most about it was that you could you know you couldn't. Into that uh, myself. <laughs> yeah, I see. So you were ba baking it in as you shot it. That's interesting. Yeah, mm. that's that's interesting. So I I just just on the weekend I was on a concert and um, I didn't have my camera with me because I was there for the concert and for the music. But 
um, the the band that played, they had such beautiful lighting on the stage. And I wasn't even close to the stage. I was far back. And um, just as a memory, I, I wanted to kind of capture that. And I took out mm -hmm. the iPhone and I... I use digital zoom to zoom in, which Hooray. is a Hooray. big no no. And it's all oh. grainy and uh, slightly out of focus because it, I, there was a bit of camera shake there, even though it's a fairly recent iPhone, but it is, yeah, that's just worst possible mm. conditions. Um, but I love the shot. It has, it has, uh, It has an emotion. It, it evokes emotion in me because, yeah. because I yeah. was there and I totally remember that very moment and uh, in the music and in the performance. And yeah, in, the, in that case, hey, I don't care. I will happily use that photo for whatever I need to use it for. There we go. Yeah. We're on to something. We're we're on to we're definitely on to something here. There's a there's a theme here, isn't there? It's like I've got my emotional photographs that that I took on a phone. You've got your emotional photograph that you just took on a phone this weekend, even. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think emo my is possibly all emotional. Well, well, I think emo is possibly the most honest of the three of us in that sense. Yeah, in, in that it's not about the equipment; it's about the emotion in the photo. There we go. Maybe maybe. Uh, Maybe yeah. Hey, the th this is working straight away. Excellent. We're very glad to have you here, Rima, because you've got us having a totally <laughs> different conversation on your on your first show. So that's pretty. There might be some purists out there crying their eyes out right now. <laughs> If that's the case, so be it. I mean, um, I definitely want to work on the sound, but that is the only thing I think we need to work on. Um, yeah, it's a pity. So uh, normally at the end of every episode we talk about we ask ourselves what does that mean for the future of photography uh, i think that is not a question we can ask now uh because we haven't really talked about a topic per se but mm -hmm. i guess we I, can i have ask. a variation on the th on the question if i may be so bold chris well my my <laughs> variation would be what does that mean for the future of tfob that's exactly what i was going to do <laughs> as well yes the future of the future of photography the future of the future of photography so yeah, I think I think we are uh, we're going to be a good team, and I think there will be interesting discussions and a good counterbalance to the nerds here. <laughs> well, I, I totally look forward to um, uh, I look forward to some feedback from this now and just hear what people say, and um, it'll be challenging to come up with some topics of my own to bring to the table so i think in the future we're, we're looking at a mix of everything where 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 different different people of us will uh prepare different episodes have topics ready and then that will definitely shake things up so absolutely i'm looking forward to that and for feedback we have our website thefutureofphotography.com uh we are on twitter at uh the user is TFOP now and uh, we'll, we're happy to hear from you there so let us know what you think um, also on the website thefutureofphotography.com there's also links to our contact information so you can reach us offline uh, if you want to send an email or something and yeah let us know what you think and I think that is enough for this little introductory episode Imar welcome on board Yeah, thanks a million for having me. Hi to Jeremiah as well, who's 
experience bearish, I'm sure. We'll sooner or later get all the four of us on the line, but... That would be interesting, wouldn't it? Oh, that would be even more extreme from, from yeah. a, a bit of a stretch. But I'm looking forward to that because I think that could also yeah. turn out really interesting. All right, Adrian, any last words? Uh, nope, I think that does it for me for this week. Yeah, excellent. Okay, so thanks everyone. And we'll be back in a week from now. With who? We don't know, but uh, definitely with another interesting topic. Until then, everyone, take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to The Future of Photography, a production by Adrian Stock and Chris Marquardt. Subscribe to the show wherever you get your other podcasts. Find the show notes and more information at thefutureofphotography.com. Music